this is a podcast. So before we, before you get to who you hate this week, uh-huh. I have something I need to get off my this chest. This week in hatred? Yes. I have something I need to get off my chest. A rant, if you will. I hope it's not your shirt. No, it is your shirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, there's something that exists in uh, culinary society nowadays mm-hmm. that... I think is a huge affront, and it represents all that's wrong with our country today. Is it parsley? It is not. Okay. Uh, parsley is pretty lame, but right. it it adds well. I guess it adds a certain color to certain dishes that. Well, I feel like you color. only get it in like a truck stop yeah, diner. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I get it in a truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> I give it in a truck stop. <laughs> Let's uh, put that in the greatest hits. <laughs> uh, boneless chicken wings. Oh, are the bane on. of society. Are you trying to provoke a fight? I'm not. Be- this week, my person I hate is Joe for hating <laughs> boneless chicken wings. What? What's wrong with boneless chicken wings? It's the whole point of a chicken wing is that you're eating the chicken off of a bone. Uh, Otherwise, it's just like a chicken tender or I a piece of chicken. I thought the whole point. Uh, are you talking about hot wings? I'm talking about chicken wings in general, I mean, hot I, or not hot. I thought the point of hot wings was the sauce and the flavor. Like you can't put that sauce on a chicken breast? You could. Or boneless chicken wing. It, I mean, the whole idea of chicken wing is to... And obviously I know and understand that I consume chicken wings in a different fashion than most people. In that I pretty With much gusto, eat, <laughs> pretty much eat everything, <laughs> yeah, except for the marrow, perhaps. But that's the idea. The idea of the chicken wing is to tear the flesh from the bone. If you don't want that, then you eat. Then you get order a chicken breast, or you order some, you know, some kind of fillet thing that has no fillet fish, fillet chicken. Are the obviously. are the boneless chicken wings really? Um, still the same meat that's on the little bone or are they just like chicken tenders that are breaded and have the sauce? I don't know because I'd never order one. I don't think they're, well, yeah. Because they're usually bigger. It's not like they're an actual chicken wing and they just removed the bones from them and right. like mushed it back together. Right. I don't even, yeah. I still like them. It, it takes something that is fundamentally key to this thing that I hold dear and they and it removes like the most important part. Now, obviously, you would argue that the meat is the most important part, but the meat lacks the importance without the bone. Well, and what it takes away from your, you know, caveman esque meat ripping from the bone enjoyment. It, I feel no shame in that. It gives to it adds convenience of not having your fingers all vinegary. But see, and, I think maybe that's what's wrong with society is we're so interested in convenience and and not you know not inconveniencing us in any possible way were these delicate creatures that can't deal with a bone. We, I mean, come on. I can't take the time to get around the bone. I just have to have the whole meat. It's a problem. Let me give you... I like to think that's the gayest thing you've ever said. <laughs> Let me compare it to something. To me, this is like when kids play Little League Baseball and don't keep score. Why would they do that? Because they don't want, a, they don't want teams to feel like they've lost. What? Yeah. There are like what's, t-ball. What's the point? Exactly. What's the point of a chicken wing with no bones? It's the same thing. That you can eat it with a knife and fork and but enjoy the out, taste. But it takes out what is fundamentally a chicken wing is the bones. If you're playing yeah. this game and there's no score to it, it's no longer baseball. Because baseball is about scoring runs and having more runs than the opposing. That's a fair point. So what if they just called it like 
hot chicken. Call it what it is, like spicy chicken tender or something. Yeah, I would. Love but don't bastardize it by calling it a boneless chicken wing. That's like a breastless woman. It's it's <laughs> it's against the nature of society. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, it is. It's, that, that's, um, maybe that's a better uh, comparison. <laughs> okay, now I'm on board. <laughs> you had me at breastless woman. Um, yeah, but I I uh, I like the boneless wings because I don't like. The bone, and because I do like the buffalo flavor. Well, then maybe it can be resolved by re- by changing the title of it because it's really it's it's a hate crime, I think, oh, really. No. To <laughs> Wingstop offers boneless wings. Well, maybe I'm going to have to firebomb Wingstop. We should contact someone like in the city of Buffalo. Isn't that where it all started? Yeah, but chicken wings existed before the city of Buffalo. I mean, chicken wings have existed for hundreds of years, <laughs> if not tens of years. Yes, um, for decades. Yes, nay, centuries. Uh, my understanding is that the whole buffalo thing comes from like they had the type of sauce right. that is familiar with buffalo wings. Do you enjoy wings, chicken wings that are not sauced? I mean, like they're not made spicy or anything. It's just cooked chicken wings? Uh, I do, but obviously you want some kind of flavoring to it. Like right. sometimes if, when I'm making chicken wings at home, if I don't have like a, like some, I, my, my preferred one is this powdery one that they kind of get coated in and whatever. But sometimes I'll use like a spicy barbecue sauce, but if I don't have either, sometimes I'll just put like some milk. No, like I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll like put some Asian sauce or like teriyaki mm. on it or some, 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 Dry spices, things like that. You gotta have some flavor. But you don't like you don't like things saucy. I don't like them wet saucy. Right. No. But still, if they're powdery flavored, your hands still get orange and gross, right? I think that's them. another fundamental part of eating chicken wings. Is getting gross? Is yeah, your hands have to be like kind of nasty afterwards. You ha- you should have to wash your hands afterwards. I like, like it'd be like if they yeah. put chicken wings on a stick. Like they like a boneless chicken sure wing on that. a stick where you where oh I, it's like I don't have to get my hands dirty at all it's like those I'm old, wearing denim shorts <laughs> it's like those uh, uh, Goldie Hawn in Overboard where she has her uh, cigarette holder that's like really far right. you know this long thing that's right. that's what I would think of I, I I can see consuming them in your own home and things but if you're at a restaurant. You don't you don't mind like getting all nastied up from eating wings? I'm I assume I'm going to be eating at a restaurant that has a bathroom where I can wash my hands. Yeah, but what if it has a like a twist knob handle you can't just push in? Oh, huh? I, I think those are pretty much by the wayside. I don't think there's too many twist knob ones anymore. I think Clubhouse Fifty Six has one. Do they really? Where I think you get wings once a week, <laughs> if not more. <laughs> really? Yeah. I feel like I should know what their sink is like since I have used it. Right. I assume. <laughs> In theory. <laughs> um, there was a barbecue place that we used to go to when I was a kid that had, like, outside of the bathrooms, this, like, trough of sinks. Like, three maybe, you know, faucets and then this trough for you. For the purpose of going and rinsing mm-hmm. off your hands after eating barbecue with your hands. I like that. I tended to get the pulled pork sandwich. Of course. So as to avoid dirtying myself. Yes. Well. Maybe I'm just dainty. I think a little bit dainty. <laughs> I think a lot of dainty. I think a lot dainty, maybe. 
But that's that's my bit. Okay, I, I can support your argument that the boneless is not a true wing, but I don't think they should be outlawed. You, I'm a, I, we should I agree on the, the name change, I guess. Yeah, okay. I'm fine with that. Like, like, you can still have the concept of it. Just call... I mean, it's like, you can go to fast food places and they have, like, spicy chicken nuggets or whatever. I mean... They don't have sauce on them or whatever, although there's probably dipping sauce. But, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. So we could just rename Wingstop into, like, Chicken Stop. <laughs> and You know, I don't even know if a, a, a boneless chicken wing is, like, a solid piece of chicken. Uh, you know you what I mean? It could be just, like... Like, it could be, like, chicken, like, a chicken nugget where they just, like, put the parts together. Could be. We may never know. And, and if that's the case, how could you possibly call that a win? Why don't you get a job there this summer? Pass. When school's out, <laughs> you will go undercover. You'll wear, like, the thick, you know, Buddy Holly glasses with the camera in the middle. It'll be, you'll be like Chris Hansen. Okay. Just you and all the SBLs working at the <laughs> Wingstop. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be, you know, you, you, that'd be a good reality show. I'm taking this place down from the inside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Expose the corruption. Of the boneless wing. Seriously. It's more than just Wingstop, though. Right. It's all over the place. I'm just saying, Wingstop, I feel like that's, you know, if you want to shake up the hamburger industry, you'd probably go to McDonald's. And I figure if you want to shake up, yeah, if you want to shake up the wing industry, you should start it at the stop of the wings. Or Hooters. Or Hooters. I don't know if you could get a job there, though. All right. (laughs) Cook? Skeezy dishwasher, yeah. All the the chefs are Hooterish chicks, are they? No. <clears throat> well, I mean, I don't know. I've never been there. <laughs> Damn your legal trickery. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, that's my rant. Um, here's mine. This is who I hate this week. It's not really a who. It's more of a what. Boneless chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> wings that have bones. No! Uh, it's the heater. That's my person I hate is this week. Is it your personal heater, or are mm-hmm. you referring to the, fa- the nickname for the fastball in baseball? I'm referring, well, both. I, I can't hit it, the one. But I'm referring to the heater of my home. Okay. Here's why. So the thermostat is, is on like a t- clock where, you know, you program it when to come on and when to go off. And so I have it set to come on like 20 minutes before um, the alarm goes off, you know, so that so that it starts warming up before you get out of bed in the winter, you know, into the gotcha. cold. Smart, right? However, the, the like air intake thing in the ceiling is there's one in our bedroom and one right outside of it and so 20 minutes before the alarm comes off this thing starts making noise and and like wakes me up mm-hmm. so i have it set to warm the house before i get up for the convenience and yet because of that it's waking me up too early anyway maybe it's our gravy that's wait maybe that's why i've been waking up early like i normally wake up at 5 30 and for the past week i've been waking up at like Four, four thirty. Yikes! And, and I can't go back to sleep. So like last night, I went to bed at like eight thirty. Wow! On a Friday night. Hey, Gramps. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, what is anything waking you up? Like noise or anything? Uh, no, it's just Amanda kicking you. I, I, and it's a vicious circle because I'm tired from being up so early. So I'm going to bed earlier. So I'm getting up earlier. You know, like oh it, right, it's, it's got me in this. You cycle. need to stay up like all night. And reset the cycle. Well, yeah. You need to go to Vegas. Done. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So what's like? What's your solution for the heater? I don't know. I haven't done anything about it. I mean, what is the solution? 
if I don't try it on early, then when I have to get up, it's going to be freezing and I won't want to get up. I think you'd have to move bedrooms. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Probably not going to happen. Okay. Unfortunately, the house has but one master bedroom. Well, so. this isn't the first year you guys have lived here. How has this Correct. happened in the past? It happens every year. Okay. So it's the same... So what did you do last Maybe... Time? Oh, I just came up with a solution. You're welcome. Right here, live on television. <laughs> so, I don't know... The about, silver screen. Yeah, right. I The golden age. I, uh, I never get up with the first alarm. I've okay. got probably at least two snoozes. Ah, I'm So, with I should set the heater to come on at the first alarm, knowing I'm not going to actually be getting out into the elements into of the, the home. Yeah, into the freezing abyss until... How cold does your home get? I mean, you're on the second floor. It right. should be warmer. I don't know. Well, Just walk okay. around naked for a while and it's cold? Or you, do you don't? Do you have a robe you can put on that would keep you warmer? No, I'm not a robe guy. Are you a lotion guy? I'm not. I'm neither, I'm, you don't like rubs? Is that what you're saying? I don't. I love Didn't rubs. you just become friends with him on Facebook? Yeah. Finally that he got a Facebook. Yeah. Um, By the way, Gabe sent an email to him saying that you're, he's dead to him because Gabe has resisted. He's the only one yeah. that doesn't have one. So, um, I don't know how cold it gets. I it, Not lower than like 60 degrees because okay. I think it's the thing that's set overnight that if it's below that, it should turn itself on. Here's your solution. Um... Go to bed with, like, sweatshirts and jackets on. And then mm. when you roll out of bed, you're, like, already insulated. True. <laughs> um, I don't know how comfortable that would be, one. Oh, and uh, I might have some, like, feverish dreams. Yeah, that's true. But I'm willing to give it a shot. Okay. I think I solved my problem with this, factoring the snooze into the How much thing. time do you stay in bed after the first snooze? Um, well, I think this... The thing is, like, every eight minutes or whatever, the snooze button, and I, like, I hit at least twice. So. I don't use the snooze button. Good 15, 20 minutes, minutes, probably. So. Okay. How, what's, where, how does Rachel factor into all this? Not a concern. <laughs> does she sleep through it, or? Yeah, I think so. Here's what you gotta do. You gotta get her, nah, I guess that wouldn't work either. I was gonna say, get her on a routine where she can turn on the heater earlier, but it would still wake you up, so. Right. It's the noise of it. Yeah. Yeah, well, okay. I'm going to try the solution. Maybe I'll report back. This is thrilling. Riveting. <laughs> thrilling conversation. Yeah. I'd say on a scale from 1 to 10 in terms of intense hatred, this has got to be kind of low on the intense hatred, like 3 or 4. Yeah, but see, I do... I, I When things are like supposed to be a convenience, mm-hmm. like the heater that turns itself on type thing, it annoys me when a convenience ends up like causing more trouble for you. You know, the more, the like more when you're things... eating a chicken wing, you're like, God, I wish there was bones to give this thing some structure. Right. <laughs> right. It's all falling apart in my hand. I don't know what to hold on to. I don't know what part to not You eat. shouldn't be able to eat a chicken wing with a fork. That's what I'm saying. You could eat a boned wing with a fork. You shouldn't. You could. You don't need to because there's structure to What if you don't to. have hands? Then How does Stephen Hawking eat wings? He doesn't eat wings. Maybe he that's has what, wings. maybe that's what's wrong with him. <laughs> Is he still I think so. alive? Okay, I think so. that would have been a good. Yeah. All right. He and I uh, Skype regularly, so I knew he was. You alive. and Stephen Hawking. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. I I also do do a text to voice thing to make him feel. It'd be ironic if the Skype like voice distortion made him sound like a normal person. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> he has a robot voice to normal sounding voice. Uh, right. Hey, mm-hmm. Joe, how's it going? You'd think if he's that smart, he could figure out how to do it. Yeah. Make him sound like 
Barry White or someone, you know, that's supposed to be sultry. Yeah. Come on, Stephen Hawking. Seriously. He's just not applying himself. <laughs> He's really not. He's just... No. He's gotten he needs lazy. To, needs to stretch his legs and... Uh, well, <laughs> metaphorically, right? <laughs> All right. Um, I have a couple things to talk about today. Okay. Let's talk. Number one, uh, the Super Bowl is tomorrow. It is. Uh, on a scale from one to ten, how excited are you about the Super Bowl? Um, zero. Ooh, all right. Despite the fact that this may be the last football game for a long time. So you mentioned that earlier, and I'm not aware of this. There is a pending lockout between the owners and the players, mm-hmm. where the owners are seeking to extend the season to 18 games. So that's two more games, right? But they're also looking to, like, kind of switch it around by maybe removing some of the exhibition games beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're also looking to... And are they not going to increase, like, Well, they would. Wages I would or, assume they would. I mean, what's the fight? They're there? also looking to um, change the rookie pay scale because, like, if you're a quarterback and you're drafted first, you get, like, $40 million guaranteed. Whereas... If you're drafted in the third round and you're like the best quarterback in the league, until you sign a new contract, you're not making a fraction. You're making a fraction of that. So it's like they really front end these top rookie contracts, and it kind of messes everything up. And so they want to start changing that. Um, It's it's really a matter of like the NFL is an extremely profitable business. Right. Everyone's making a ton of money, and yet they're kind of arguing and quibbling over these issues. The other thing that factors into it is, especially this year. Um, the NFL has been um, doing all this stuff with, like, trying to prevent concussions and fining people for more violent hits and stuff like that. Do you remember hearing any of that kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, I mean... Well, so they have that, but then they're like, let's make two more games during the season. Which right. obviously more will chances create... for injury. Exactly. So there's all these kinds of issues and stuff, and um, they're I guess they're preparing for a lockout because the collective bargaining agreement ends. But don't they so have... If they don't come up with a new one, then... Don't they have, like, eight or nine months now to figure it out before the next season would start? Well, the way it works is the draft will still be held in April, which is kind of sucky. Like, if you're a college senior right. and you're going out, you're like, okay, I might get drafted by a team, but I'm not going to be practicing. Like, there'll be all these rules about not being able to practice, like, not none of that official stuff. And then, you know, training camps and stuff start in the summer, like, June, July, August. So... Do you think that this lockout would have the potential to make football better i feel like the baseball like brouhaha in 94 like when it came back people were trying harder to get people back and you had like the the home run you know challenges the steroids fueled (laughs) home run challenges with mark mcguire and sammy sosa and things and like i feel like pre-94 i think football's great well you know, yeah. like, they, I don't think they need to do gimmicky stuff to try and get more people interested. Yeah, that's true. It's already and the I most think, popular thing in yeah. America. Right? And, I mean, think about when uh, all the people that play fantasy football. Like, what yeah. the hell are they going to do with, you know, maybe all the wives are behind this. <laughs> nice. That would be <laughs> awesome. They're, like, super excited about it and try to convince them not to <laughs> resolve the dispute. There's some, like, council of uh, fantasy football widows that meet Seriously. and they're like, we must do something. And then it's also true of the NBA. Like, after this season, there may be a lockout in that, too. Maybe it's baseball's about, behind it. Maybe. 
They're like, hey, well, let's knock out these two. Gotta and, uh, say, I'm pretty glad that I joined the uh, soccer bandwagon. Yeah. Since, uh, you know, that'll be keeping me busy. I might start following Spelling Bees. Awesome. I mean, what else is ESPN going to be showing? That's true. Scrabble? Mm. Competitive mm. Scrabble? Yeah. I, they've actually shown those on like ESPN2 before. It's kind of great. ESPN13? Yes, exactly. Um, so anyway... You know what? There's one thing. I will put on part of the game tomorrow probably because I've heard that this Dallas stadium has like a 60-yard oh, television yeah. uh-huh. or something in it. I'd like to see that. Um, I would suggest – I mean it'll be shown probably during the game, but probably you want to watch some point during the like five-hour pregame mm. when you know they'll probably detail this stadium. Because it's only been open a couple of years, and so they'll probably spend you know, a good ten minutes right, talking right, about right. all the details of it. And then there's, I also look forward to the Puppy Bowl. On uh, Animal Planet. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay. um, One of the things that is kind of fun about the Super Bowl is there is a great increase in prop bets. Okay. Are you familiar with what prop bets are? Maybe. Prop bets are not like which team's going to win or who's going to score more points. It's like really random stuff. Is it when you're sitting there and you're like, I bet he misses this kick? Well, it, it's stuff that is done like through Vegas and legitimate wow, okay. and legitimate um, betting companies or whatever. But uh, there are all kinds of things like uh, over under six seconds on how long the singer, I think it's Christina Aguilar, will hold Brave. Oh wow! In the in the national anthem, mm-hmm. or uh, a lot of things are like which, which player will score first, or will the coin toss be heads and tails. Heads or tails, wow. like like all kinds. Of, I know which seems like a dumb one because it's fifty fifty. Right? What could you possibly win? Yeah. <laughs> There's like all kinds. Hey, get of, your money back. You picked yeah, heads. Exactly. There's like all kinds of random things like that. That's like, amazing. Yeah, and it's kind of fun. Actually, in one of the BS reports, they were running through a whole bunch of all these prop bets. Like one of them was a hundred to one. I think that um, the combined score will be somewhere in the seventies because that would have to be really high yeah. for that to happen. I guess it only happened like in one Super Bowl. Right. Um, but just random things like that that you can root for outside of the actual game. You would tend to not have a high score, right? Because typically, if both teams have advanced that far, they probably have a pretty good defense. Right. And actually, sometimes when it does happen, it's because there are defensive scores. Mm. Like, I think that's what it was. It was the Pittsburgh-Arizona one, I think. Oh, and yeah. There who, was, who could forget that? Yeah. <laughs> and there was a couple of defensive ones. So anyway, I was thinking... In terms of making this whole prop bet idea more interesting to you, uh-huh. what if we do or come up with prop bets for, like, TV shows that we watch? Okay. So, now, obviously, it's different because it's not live action. Right. It's scripted. But if we don't know what's going to happen beforehand, like, in terms of the script. Right. But, I mean, with, like, Entertainment Weekly or the internet and things, you can... I'm thinking of scripted shows. Things. Like, here's my example. Um... We both watched the show Community. Yes. Which I believe was a show that I drafted in mm, the perhaps. draft last year. Or maybe traded you for? Perhaps. Yeah. Anyway, we could do bets like, uh, will a certain character appear? Like, Starburns will appear uh, four to one odds or something like that. Nice. Or, you know, uh, the the British, um, the the British teacher, teacher or whatever yeah, yeah. who, you know... Um, who will be the first person to insult Pierce in the episode? Hmm. You know, um, interesting. Will there be Troy and Abed in the morning at the end? <laughs> Which I think is my favorite. Like, yeah, at least something that involves the two of them because it's almost always something that involves the yeah, two of I them. Yeah, I think if it, not I always. think it is always. Uh, I feel like it is. 
which is, is was really something that I think has made the show a lot stronger. Yeah. Um, at, I remember when I first started watching the show, Abed was like, I'm like, I don't know about this guy. He's pretty creepy. Right. And they've really done a good job with him. And we Troy's were, been a lot funnier, too. I was talking about this last night because we watched Community last night. Um, I feel like, so two shows started last year, Modern Family and Community, two shows that I watch, that received, you know, accolades and things. I feel like Community is better this year. Like, I'm enjoying it more this year than last year, which makes sense mm. because usually the first year of a show, they're kind of figuring out, you know, how people interact. I feel like Modern Family was better last year than this year. I thought you said Modern Family was better this year. You're saying no, Community, community is better yeah. this year. I, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. I also feel like Modern Family is kind of on sporadically. Like it'll be yeah. on for a couple weeks, and then it won't be on for four weeks, and then it'll be on. I once, feel like and it was it'll be off. Better and... last year and more original last year, and I think that proves the point. Is like the ad for or the TiVo description for this week's Modern Family is like it sounds like they're trying to redo the Valentine's Day one from last year. Oh, really? It's like uh, Phil wants to be persona, but it's a new. It's not like a rerun, but it's okay. you know wants to put on a different persona and, and meet Claire at a bar. I'm like, well, that was the that best. Was, that was like the best episode ever on their show. It was a I great. It was a great so. episode the first time. Yeah, but I mean, are you already redoing <clears throat> your own shows? What are you Saturday Night Live? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, I would agree with you. I think Community has been better. Definitely been better this season. We could make a bet on Modern Family. Would there be a reference to Sofia Vergara's breasts? How many references, yeah. to, you know, I think would be better. Um, okay, so that was my idea. Like, we can, this is just something I came up with this morning. Mm-hmm. And so, it's something that I think we could kind of go into a little greater detail. Like, yeah. really plot out, like, pick a single show and each come up with several of them and then actually like, make a bet. Yeah, we could. It'd be kind of fun. Hey, anyway. would be. Betting's always fun. Yes. Um, I now have two questions for you. Okay. These aren't going to be weird, like, Klosterman Horse kicking no. questions are they? Okay. One's a little strange, but okay. But one is very not strange. Um, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, and and I remember putting it in my list of podcast topics, and we never got to talking about it. Um, we both have iPhones. Yes, and there's been a lot of hubbub about people switching their service from AT and T to Verizon. Yes. Now, I was previously a Verizon customer, and I was satisfied with them, but then I switched when I wanted to use the iPhone. Right. Um, how do you feel about the possibility of switching back? Um, well, it wouldn't be switching back for me. Oh, okay. Um, switching for the first time. Switching back for the first time. I thought about it when they initially announced that because I thought, oh, maybe they're, you know plan will be cheaper. They'll do something to make it competitive. You know, right. it'll be cheaper than AT&T or something. And then I also mm. was thinking, like, we have really crappy signal at our house. Mm. And so I was going to try and find someone that I knew that had a Verizon phone and have mm. them come over and see, like, how many bars they have. But then I was like, eh. I mean, I don't really have a problem with AT&T. Okay. I mean, and aside I- from... It sounds like the service isn't great at your house. Do you, like, miss calls or do um, drop out? Well, I don't – like, we have a house phone, so I usually just use that to call people when I'm at home. And, okay. and you know, it connects to the Wi-Fi for all apps and things, so it's right. not like it's not usable. It's just um, 
not dependable as a talking on device, but I'm fine with that. When we were in New York last year, mm-hmm. you had an iPhone and I did not yet have an iPhone. Correct. And I've heard like... I thought you did. No. Oh. Unfortunately. Okay. I was I had super iPhone envy when you and Rachel were like, whip out your iPhones and you'd be like, oh, let me find this information out. Like, my, I can make phone calls from my <laughs> telephone. Uh, but I've heard that that's like a city where they're, like, especially with all the big buildings and stuff, mm-hmm. the coverage was really bad. Do you remember that at all, or? No. No. Okay. I don't know. Um, yeah, supposedly Verizon has better coverage and less dropped calls and whatnot. But um, there was a couple things that I found out about AT&T even if it's not you thinking about switching, our listener mm-hmm. might uh, yeah. be interested. Um, AT&T's um, system, their 3, 4G or whatever it is, 3G, whatever, is faster in terms of data. Hmm. Like, So if you switch to Verizon and get a, get a Verizon iPhone 4... It'll still be it'll be slower to load the stuff and and this article that I was reading is saying like data streaming is just going to become even more prevalent, you know, than before. Right. Um, that was something too. Is like I don't know if because it, did it just start or it hasn't started yet? It's going to start any day now, right? The Verizon iPhones. I heard on Thursday you could like pre-order them or order them. I mean. And I think we're eligible to upgrade ours, like, this month, too. And so it seemed like I wouldn't want to jump onto Verizon and have them not be able to handle it all, you know? Right. All the increased traffic and, and whatever. If anything, it'd be better for us at AT&T if people jump off, right? Right. In theory. In theory. Uh, the other thing is, they, we each have, like, the AT&T has a certain system, I think it's called GSM. And Verizon has one called CDMA. I don't know what they stand for. But, no. Um, you lost the nerd. The AT&T system allows you to call and do data at the same time. Yeah, that was something that, was, that I read in some article. Like, oh, you, you, you can't do both at the same time on the Verizon network. Who does that, though? I definitely do that. You're on the phone talking to someone, and then you're, like, looking up yes. an address or like, something? Like, Amanda will be going to a place to do kitchen design or whatever. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm in some random place in Citrus Heights. How do I get back to the freeway? So I'll put her on speaker, and I'll go to my maps, and I'll, like, find her directions wow. to do that. Yeah. I don't even know if I could – I don't even know if I know how to do that. Really? Like, pause a call and go or, do Or, like, else. my parents called me, and they were like, oh, we're over on Fair Oaks, and we know there's some – coffee shop over here that we wanted to find but we couldn't find the address let's let's be honest it was sex store wasn't it (laughs) it was goldies i yeah uh and so like i did the same thing there son we're looking for marital aids (laughs) i prefer simian aids oh okay um so yeah that's another thing okay so that is a like a i can do a little walk through to yours to help because about how to use my phone yeah. or about simian aids? Both. Okay. <laughs> how to contract simian aids through your phone. Oh. Um, the other thing is I've heard that the iPhone 5 might even be out by the end of the year. So if you switch over and lock into an iPhone 4, you're right. stuck with that for like two years. And it's already been out. I know it seems lame to say, but it's already been out like seven months. Which, yeah. you know. That's a worry of mine too because like I really want to upgrade my phone because it's – so slow. Mainly, if it's doing anything with GPS, it just like grinds to a halt and like Gowalla or Maps or things, and it's really frustrating. And it, it started when um, 
when iPhone 4 came out and they upgraded the software or something, it's like it was too much for my old right. beater phone to handle. So I'm like, oh, I need, you know, I really want to upgrade to the iPhone 4. That's how they get you. But then, yeah. Trying to keep up with the Kardashians. If in six months or a year the iPhone 5 comes out, I assume there'll be an iPhone software version 5 tailored for that. And will it then cause They're my really like drug dealers. Yeah. Like, really successful. I mean, if you think about all the money that's made, right. like, not only in purchasing of phones and apps and all that, but the monthly service charges. Oh, that was another thing. Is like, I'm grandfathered into this AT&T Unlimited oh, yeah. data. Don't want to mess with that. Yeah, so all. I don't want to... Yeah. Because I don't know... If my, you upgrade to a new phone, would you you would still have that, right? I better. Or yeah, I'll no go kidding. to Verizon. At least yeah. that's what I'll tell the AT&T guy. Yeah. Because um, that's the thing, like... You've got to be able to do, to do unlimited data. Like this I don't whole even charging know, for I don't know how much thing. data I use in a month. I don't either, but it's a shitload. I don't like, know. I, I can you even find? Is that on your bill? Can you even find that? Um, but yeah, like because my sister just know. signed up for one, and she had to pick a data plan, and I'm like, well, I don't know. Do I, I use if, a megabyte or a hundred megabytes or the thousand? I wonder if under settings it'll tell you like. Uh, yeah, maybe. I have no idea how much data I use. So unlimited is good. So mainly it just seems like a hassle. I'm just going to stay where I am until they piss me off. It's sort of like cable. Usage. Yeah. Like we had Comcast oh, forever and they were lame, but until something better came along, we just kept them. Cellular network data. Now this is, it says last reset never. So maybe this is like the whole time that In I your lifetime? It. I have sent 1.1 gigabytes and received 9.8 gigabytes. Hmm. I feel like even it may even be more than that. Like I have all the I had to just delete a bunch of the podcasts off my phone. Oh. Well, I still have them on my iPod Touch, but like I it was I was like trying to take pictures and it's like you're full. Wow. Well, I mean, think about those uh, those podcasts if they're each like 30 40 minutes. You mean have, just our podcast yeah, or like Simmons and I, those are the only ones I have on here. Oh. This is our this is our marital bed, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like 80 podcasts that are each 40 right. minutes long, that's Right. That's a lot of data, I would think. I don't come close to even half. You know when you plug it in to the iTunes and it shows you like that For your bar? phone? Yeah. Do you have a bunch of music on your phone? I have no music on well, my there phone. there you go. That's what an iPod's for. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an old man. I have two iPods. iPod? I only, I only use one. Yeah, I don't have any music on it. I, I'll put That's music and podcasts on it um, sometimes when we're traveling. Mm. I don't know why. Yeah, that's probably smart. Because I want to be able to take more pictures. Maybe I'll do that before I go to science camp so I can take pictures, more pictures with it. Should. Yeah. I want the better camera on the iPhone 4, too. Although, if I want to listen to music, I don't want to have to take... Do I want to take both of my things and listen to... Yeah, see, that's. I think that's why when, when we're going to be on a plane, I'll put music and podcast on that phone. It's okay. interesting. Yeah. I have one last so, question for So, you. wait, so... I'm not planning on switching. Oh, I wouldn't switch either. You're not no planning way. on switching. Okay. Definitely not. I was going to try and talk you out of it if you had any Talk me off that it. Verizon ledge? Exactly. One last open-ended question for you. Okay. Your favorite kind of question. Yeah. If you had to live the life of a famous historical figure mm-hmm. pre-20th century, oh. I knew you were going to say JFK otherwise. Uh, that's, I was thinking, <laughs> well, I was also thinking Sinatra. Okay. <laughs> okay. Pre-20th century. I don't know if he's a historical figure. He's in the history of entertainment, but... If you had to live the life of a famous historical figure pre-20th century, who would you choose? Um, 
Maybe Andrew Jackson. Hmm. Explain. Seems cool. <laughs> um, Get to be on the 20? Yeah. Uh, he's president. Yeah. Um, he was an army officer. Right. He was a general, wasn't he? I think so. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's the first thing that popped in my head. What would the... Uh, what should I be looking for in my criteria? Well... Oh. Oh. Mm. I like that. Could I be William Randolph Hearst? Sure. So you can live in Hearst Castle? Yeah. That's not Which bad. he built... Was he pre-20th century? He was definitely born pre-20th century. He was... Oh, wait. I know this. He was born in like 1863. That's pushing it. Right. Okay. I guess he lived a major. Did he live a majority of his life in the 19th century? It was probably half and half. All right. That's not bad. I just saw the, the uh, book there. To the life of William Randolph Hearst? Yeah. Let's, uh, let's see exactly when he died. I think maybe in the 30s or 40s, uh, 50s. I'll let you look at that. <laughs> Books, Jerry. Books. Books. Um, I don't know. I, I would I would want to pick someone who I felt like lived a full life. Oh, right here. On the last page of the book. Uh, I just ruined the ending. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> he died August of 1951. That's, le- that's more than halfway. Well, it's close. He lived a long life, though. He was rich. <laughs> look at Magic Johnson. <laughs> Um, Are you telling me William Randolph Hearst had HIV? Yeah. Okay. Some AIDS, perhaps? Andrew Jackson's a good one. Hearst is a good one. Pre-20th century. Which even means pre... Could mean pre-19th century. I've been focused. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You ready for mine? Jesus? No. No. Jesus. (laughs) Genghis Khan. Okay. Explain. Great warrior. All right. Ruled a large amount of territory. Well, okay. Yeah, Ate Mongolian barbecue. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and now I know what tipped the scale. And had many Asian wenches. And that too. Um, you know, when you say, like, in the 300s or whatever, that Genghis Khan ruled all of Asia and the Middle East and whatever. Well, he didn't take his private jet everywhere. But. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, maybe when you came through town... You were so fierce and whatnot that the people gave you money and things, yeah. whatever. But you don't, you don't really rule them. I mean, you're not like – I mean, you know, the, the president of the United States rules the United States, right? I mean, the laws apply to all the states and, and everyone in the United States is taxed. When you've got no communication further than how your voice will carry, like how, you don't but really you have rule. Like, but if you have people that – like. If I'm the emperor and I have people that are in the level below me that each control a certain area. A viceroy? Possibly. And then a duke below them, perhaps, that then controls the area. And each of them are loyal up and up the scale. Then through those channels, I rule everywhere. Yeah, but, I mean, at the furthest reaches of your empire, you're not real. Well, I mean, obviously, the the farther out it goes, the less control you have. Right. But, I mean... You know, I mean, it's so it's, like, an impressive, it, it's an impressive thing to say, like, oh, millions of square miles were all ruled by... That's not the biggest con. selling point, really, either. It's not like... It's the barbecue. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not like, oh, this guy had, you know, 500,000 square miles of territory, whereas this guy had 520,000 miles. Like, that's not a big deal, obviously. Right. Well, it sounds impressive, though. I'm not really sure what the weather is like in Mongolia. 
you always see Genghis Khan like with animal furs on. Yeah, I would think like. By snowy. always, I mean in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> right. Where else do you see Genghis Khan? I would think snowy. Yeah, it's, but I also feel like it's deserty there too. It's probably both. Maybe. Isn't it? Isn't it near Siberia? Possibly. Which I feel is both deserty and snowy. Yeah. It's just bad year round. But Siberia, like. I feel, is farther north. Right. Like, isn't Mongolia like between Russia's China like the and top Russia? Yeah. And then, yeah. So it's farther down towards the equator. That's true. So it shouldn't be as cold. Closer to the Gobi Desert, perhaps. The what? <laughs> the who? The what now? <laughs> Genghis Khan's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. Um, here's why I'm picking Genghis Khan. Plenty Other of, than the wenches and the barbecue? Plenty of meat with bones in it. Oh. Yeah, that's right. And not like little chicken bones either. It's like... Big old bones. Buffalo thigh. But I'm but I'm sure... Does Buffalo live there? Buffalo live there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, that that's a man who tears the meat from the flesh. That's a man. From the, from the bone and... There's there's no boneless buffalo wings in Mongolia. I can guarantee you that. No. Genghis would have probably killed you for even probably. suggesting that. And that's why I would want to be Genghis Khan. All right. That's a good bookend. That is. Yeah. I think that's a podcast. That's a podcast. On the wings of love up and above the clouds, the universe.